0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 887, air date February 19th, 2021. There. Got it. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayyadurai. And good evening, everyone over at Instagram World and Facebook, YouTube, uh, Periscope. Uh, We're going to have a discussion today as people are joining us on uh, the mRNA vaccine and some insights that I have why it's a reductionist approach to immunity and why we need systems immunology. So we're going to wait until people join. It is uh, 5 p.m. on Friday. Uh, God bless you too from Jamelin Love. So we're going to wait for people to join. But uh, as many of you know, I talk a lot about a systems approach. And um, science hopefully will take a systems approach. That was a goal of the advent of systems biology in 2003. And as one of the first graduates out of MIT's biological engineering department with a PhD in systems biology, um, I'm a little bit concerned that many of these innovations that are coming out, particularly, quote unquote, innovations like the mRNA vaccine are not taking a systems approach. I did a a talk about this uh, to our... Truth, Freedom, and Health Warriors Leadership Team, and uh, I brought this up. So, good evening from Canada, um, Israel. Wow, Israel, great to have you. Aotearoa, oh, that's uh, New Zealand. Uh, Mississippi, who do we got? John At Costa Rica, 10 p.m. in UK. Uh, yeah, we're trying to do this a little bit early so we could help people out. So wait for people to join and let everyone know as we're joining that we're going to be doing a very, very, really. Uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, I have my pencil and paper here, someone can see. So I'm gonna be doing a, a lot of discussion here. I'm gonna go back to, you know, I love doing the whiteboard stuff. So I'm gonna do a discussion here using uh, my paper and sketch that I used to do when I used to teach classes um, on how you can actually understand this better. So again, to those of you joining, uh, good evening, it's Friday around 5 p.m. We're gonna have a deep dive discussion. You're gonna learn a lot today. You're gonna to learn about um, some biology Uh, You're going to learn what is transcription and translation. Um, You're going to learn how the uh, immune system reacts in its normal mode. And and by the way, it's a very reductionist form of the immune immune system response. And then you're going to learn what happens when the mRNA vaccine comes and why I believe this is a reductionist response. So remember, what we try to do at VA Shiva here um, is we want to encourage all of you not to get uh, caught in the left, right, you know, Republican, Democrat, pro-anti, pro-vax, anti-vax. We want to actually give you science so you don't get caught by many of these charlatans out there on the left and the right, the pro-vax and the anti-vax community who've been around for a long time making money off of it. And while nothing ever gets done and we don't ever go to the real issue of boosting immunity and supporting health. So that's what we're going to talk about. So what do you think, John? Should we start? Yep. Okay. So anyway, good evening. This is Dr. Shiva Ayyadurai. Um, Many of you know, uh, please go to vashiva.com slash join. I'll put our banner up. So those of you who really want to uh, learn uh, about truth, freedom and health and how you can become a warrior. But I'm going to jump right into it. Typically, I play my video and encourage you all to become a truth, freedom and health warrior. But today I just want to go into it. We'll talk about it later. So let's just uh, begin by understanding some basic, basic biology. So I'm going to go over to my whiteboard here. I haven't done this in a while. So uh, bear with me if I'm not perfect at it because I normally like using a whiteboard. Okay, so I think we can see that, right, John? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me begin here um, by sharing with you a couple couple of interesting things. First of all, we're gonna first of all we're gonna talk by understanding two phenomenon that occur in biology called uh, transcription, which is when the DNA um, uh, transcribes what's called messenger RNA. And that messenger RNA leaves a nucleus to go uh, to the ribosomes and use the messenger RNA sequence to create what's called a protein. So if you just step back and think about it this way, OK, the the uh, central dogma theory of biology, which, by the way, has some issues with it, but it's a whole nother discussion. Your body uh, has genes. Um, it has all sorts of ribonucleic acids. Um, And what happens is your body uh, in response to external stimuli um, as well as internal stimuli um, will initiate the DNA to ultimately create let's say a protein, okay? That protein interacts with other proteins and even genes to create a molecular machine which has a certain function. So simply put, let's say one of you has blue eyes and one of you has brown eyes Well, what, what actually happened was a DNA for one individual had the genes for blue eyes the other one for brown eyes. And ultimately those genes went through the transcription process, which we'll talk about, and then the translation process to make the same called a protein. And that protein um, is, you know, it's a little more complicated, but that protein interacts with other proteins to give you let's one person blue eyes and the other person, the green eyes, okay? So how does that actually occur? So let's really understand that, um, how that should, how that actually occurs. So let's uh, go over here. So first I'm gonna teach you uh, that process. Um, and you, you guys can follow along, if you have a pen and paper, you can do it on yourself. But um, I'm gonna do this horizontally here. So what I have here is, let's say here is the nucleus. So imagine the cell goes to the right here and here's sort of the, you know, cell wall. This is a wall of the cell. So this is the outside. We're inside the cell. This is the cytoplasm of the cell, cytoplasm. Okay. So we have the cytoplasm. We have the cell wall over here. And over here, what we have is the nucleus. Okay. Nucleus. And inside the nucleus is something called DNA, which is typically, you know, is this, you typically see it drawn as a double-stranded helix. Now, this the, the DNA is actually composed of what are called base pairs, and they go like this. You've probably seen it, there's these staircase thing thingos, but a sequence of base pairs, a piece of these base pairs codes for a protein. It may. By the way, one of the things we found with DNA that's fascinating is we found that uh, most of the sequence of the DNA. doesn't code for proteins. Okay. mRNA uh, only 5% does, but, but what we're looking at right now, we're going to talk about is the stuff that codes for proteins. Okay. So what happens in the process called transcription, transcription is that the process of transcription, what happens is the DNA literally, you know, opens up. Okay. Like this. And it keeps going, obviously. And it opens up, and these are one side of the DNA and the other side of the DNA. And remember, these are blueprints. This is a genetic, this is a blueprint, what you call genes, that codes for a particular function. And what happens here is messenger RNA, where a replica is created right here, a mirror of this particular sequence, okay? So this is the messenger RNA right here, okay? Right here is messenger RNA, and this piece leaves the nucleus. Okay, so here you have this piece of messenger RNA, which is a half of that nuc- uh, a half of that piece of DNA that's open up. This is called messenger RNA, right? Messenger RNA. That's why it's called messenger RNA. So the messenger RNA is uh, a piece of the DNA which is for a particular gene. This could be the messenger RNA that codes for insulin, and what then happens is this messenger RNA goes over, it winds its way over to this thing called the ribosome, okay, and it feeds itself into there, literally like a ticker tape, okay, comes in, and the messenger RNA is feeding it itself in itself, and their are little pieces of itself, okay, this piece that was here, and out of it comes a protein, right? Amino acids are put together and it's literally, as this flows through, right? It goes and out comes, a protein is formed. It's a protein, um, also known, you can call it a polypeptide, okay? And it folds on itself. And then this protein leaves, I'm gonna put it over here, the cell for some function or may hang out in there, okay? Or may actually stay in here. What you're seeing is, this is a process, and this process here is called translation, all right? So, hope everyone's following along, okay? So, simply put, you have your DNA here, the DNA has genes, messenger RNA, uh, in this transcription process, gets a piece of that DNA, which is the gene, and this goes to the ribosome right here, this is the ribosome, which, literally reads the ticker tape of the messenger RNA. This is mRNA still. And the messenger RNA is then used to code everything. Okay. There, John, the messenger RNA is used to code for this protein. Okay. So just think about that. Uh, Let me come back here. So you guys can see what I'm doing here. So what you're seeing here is in this very, very amazing process. And have you ever seen this? It's quite amazing. You almost think like someone designed the human cell. Uh, I love biology, but what you see is in this process, the, body is able to make a particular protein um, uh, along with the messenger RNA. So one messenger RNA sequence, which is a, a particular section of the DNA, which is for a gene, makes that particular protein. Now, up until 2003, when the Genome Project started, what we were doing was we were sequencing strips of the DNA to try to figure out, um, find out, the, discover the genes that coded for proteins. And we thought we must have about a million genes, right? Which means a million individual piece of this mRNA, which codes for particular proteins. We knew a worm only had about 20,000 genes. Well, the long story is by 2003, we only found 20,000 genes, okay? So this is completely flipped biology on its head because now people are saying, wow, we only have 20,000 protein coding genes. What is the rest of the DNA? Turns out the rest of the DNA codes for other types of ribonucleic acids, not just mRNA, which actually a control factor. So basically we're at a bold new frontier. We don't fully understand the genome, but we do know this, that it's not just all about a transcription messenger RNA leading to proteins, that there's a whole other set of things taking place. That's why in 2007, uh, 2003, I came back to MIT and a new field called systems biology. Systems biology said, we can't take a reductionist approach, which means, you know, like the blind men looking at the pieces of the elephant, just looking at one shot, you know, magic bullet solutions. We need to understand all these complex interactions. And that's when I returned back to MIT. But anyway, the background that you need to take away is that this is called transcription and translation. But the ultimate goal of this process is mRNA, messenger RNA, is used to create this protein. Okay? Got it? Everyone clear? Everyone clear on that, John? Ask them how they're doing. Everyone get it? Okay. So if you get that, um, good. So 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 this is a process one. Now what I want you to I'm going to walk you through now. The second step I'm going to walk you through in this in this um, drawing session is what happens in the reductionist model of understanding immunology when a let's say a coronavirus or a virus comes into your cell, what happens again? Someone said they want me to repeat it again. Okay, so <laughs> I repeat it again? All right, I'll repeat again. So in the interest of, because I wanna make sure we don't lose anyone. So what I what I did here was, I'll, I'll show it again here. Here is your DNA, okay, right here. So DNA is double helix, and it's got these little pieces in here, which are nucleotides. Sections of these nucleotides form a gene. Well, during this process called transcription is when messenger RNA is created, simply put, Transcription helps to create messenger RNA. The DNA literally opens up and one side of the DNA is used to replicate half of the DNA sequence. So this is called messenger RNA, okay? So this messenger RNA is one side of the DNA sequence, which codes for that particular gene. The messenger RNA then goes over to this thing called a ribosome. And the ribosome literally takes the messenger RNA instructions and it puts out some messenger RNAs, goes through, and, and out comes a polypeptide protein. These are amino acids which are strung together. The amino acids relate right to the sequence of these base nucleotides, okay? So it's very cool. This is the instructions of a particular protein that gives this this protein, and the protein may stay inside or may leave the cell. Does that help? Someone who said to repeat again? Hope that helps. Good, all right. Now. Let's go to the next part. What I want to now talk about is so, this is transcription translation. Now, let's talk about the immune response that happens, okay? Which is the basis of the mRNA vaccine theory, okay? So, what happens now? um, Let's talk about what happens when your body, okay? Let me make sure we're doing good on the monitor here. Okay, good. So, what I want to talk about is what happens now when a virus comes to your body? All right. What does your body do? All right. Let's look at that. So, again, you're going to learn some very quick. immune. Now, by the way, before I go into this, you know that what I'm going to share with you is a Fauci model of the immune system. But let's look at that. The immune system, when you let's say someone sneezes on you and you have a cold, the immune system first turns on the innate system, which has macrophages and neutrophils, but they are these cells that try to, they're like the military, they come out and they try to eat up that virus and blow it up. And that's called the innate immune system. It exists in your eyes, your nose, your throat, etc. cetera. And then another system can, kicks in called the interferon system, which I've talked about, my PhD work was on that. Um, I've modeled it. And, and that generates interferons, which are very different than antibodies. And then you have the adaptive immune system, which is like the Navy sharpshooters, Navy seal, which look for that particular virus, which has what are called antigens on it, and we'll talk about this, and then it creates antibodies. Okay. But in the current model of the immune system, the Fauci talks about, you're only talking about the innate and the adaptive. They don't even talk about the interferon. And then you have the microbiome and the virome in your body. And then you have the neural system. But the 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 when you take a systems approach, what you find out is when you get a pathogen, your body turns on the innate, it turns on the adaptive, it turns on the interference. it remodels likely the microbiome and the virome and affects, let's say your gut-brain axis. That is what my view is a holistic response. However, what we, we today talk about is only a reductionist response, which means I'm going to just try to get antibodies, like antibodies are the goal. And if you really study, biology and systems immunology, you find out it's not just antibodies, there's a whole host of things. So imagine you're an orchestra conductor and you have all these amazing instruments and the orchestra conductor just plays a violin all day. Think about that, John. All he does is play the violin, no oboe, no drums, no piano, no horn section, nothing. He's just playing the violin. Okay. That is what is going on. So let's understand now how the immune system in that world is looked at. So let's again... Look at this, okay, you have the nucleus here. The nu- again, that cell, you know, we're just looking at half of the cell in the interest of the paper here, okay? And then over here is a cell wall. This is a cell wall again. This is, by the way, the nuclear wall, okay? And over here, let's now draw this uh, guy out here. This is, let's say, this quote unquote coronavirus and you notice he's got all these proteins on the surface. Can everyone see that, John? Okay. And inside of it is RNA, which is the blueprint for this virus to replicate itself. Remember, what the virus does is it wants to get into your cell, use a ribosome machinery using its RNA to replicate itself. Okay. But I've talked about it in other videos. What I want to talk about is the immune response from the innate system. So when this virus gets in, let's say it comes in, right, it comes over here, and now the virus is inside your cell, right? So you got this virus, it made it in, you know? If you are, by the way, taking certain nutrients, it's not going to make it in, okay? So here's the virus you got into yourself. Now what does it do? Well, your immune system, your innate immune system, will try to re- unleash these things called macrophages, okay? They have a cell, and think about it, they have like teeth, Okay? And this macrophage attempts to eat this guy up, okay? And, he, and, he, and, and in a good day, he'll blow him up and he'll start throwing out body parts. And one of the body parts may be, may try, it, it could be little pieces of the protein, the spike protein, and let's say this leaves the cell, okay? So the macrophage, this is the first immune system response, eats it up. It's called phagocytosis, okay? which means it envelops and starts munching out it. So this is like your military goes and attacks the enemy and he starts throwing away all these body parts. These are dismembered body parts. And these are the spike proteins. Okay. This is a protein. Just remember spike protein. Okay. It's a protein. And just remember what I talked about that your DNA, that your ribosomes create proteins for messenger RNA, but here's proteins. So what happens? The adaptive immune system, which is, composed of a cell called CD4 plus cells, okay, this is a T cell, this is part of your adaptive immune system, this is part of your innate, it um, innervates a cell called CD plus eight T, uh, T cells, and these CD8 T cells, they recognize this spike protein, and you know what they do? They try to kill, kill, they try to kill the cell, and this is called cytotoxic. So the CD4 cells, they know the cell is infected. So the goal of the CD8 T cells is to kill the cell. So they recognize the spike protein. This CD8 T cell starts trying to annihilate it, right? It starts trying to kill it. Okay. This is called cytotoxicity, cytotox- toxicity, which means killing the cell. But the CD4 plus T cell also does something else. It calls upon what's called a B-cell, okay? And a B-cell creates something, what you call antibodies, okay? And I'm going to, it's these Y-shaped structures, okay? It creates a bunch of these antibodies, okay? It starts putting these antibodies out. So you see, first of all, phagocytosis takes place. These are called, by the way, antigens, okay? The antigens are the spike proteins, which, Initiate your CD4T cells, first of all, for cytotoxicity, try to take out the cell. But they also innervate the B cells, which create antibodies. So why is that important? The next time another virus comes to another cell, assume this is a different cell now, okay, with its spike proteins, guess what happens? These little Y-shaped things block it. They surround it, and they start blocking it. Everyone see that? So they start blocking it. Okay. And this is what you call the antibody response. Okay. So that's the idea. Okay. So again, to repeat, the virus enters, it comes into the cell, Um, your macrophages say, wow, we got a virus has entered. They try to take it out. They try chomping on it to start spitting out these spike proteins. The spike proteins are recognized by your CD4 T cells, I mean, I'm sorry, we know this. the CD4 T cells are recruited, the CD8 T cells recognize the spike protein, try to knock it out, and then the T cells also initiate these things called B cells, which create these Y things, which are antibodies, and next time the cell, uh, next time you're ever exposed to this, right, the antibodies take out the virus, okay? Let me see how people are doing. Everyone cool with that? Does that make sense? All right. So this is what I'm uh, Hey, Joseph from Jamaica. Good to have you. So uh, that's what goes on. OK, really clear. So you're learning a lot of stuff here very quickly. So um, this is the process that occurs in what is called the innate and the adaptive immune system. Now, look, what I want to let you know is we're not even talking about the interferon system. There's many other things that get recruited. OK, could have a whole day on this, but um, uh, the immune system's complex. We're talking about the innate and the adaptive. Now, are you guys ready to talk about mRNA? What does mRNA do? Why was this mRNA, I'm sorry, the mRNA vaccine created? Okay? And by the way, um, the uh, it was a woman whose idea was to use mRNA therapy to create proteins, which could have an effect. So think about in one structure, imagine someone who didn't have the gene, who didn't have the gene, for insulin. OK, that means in the DNA, there was no gene for insulin. So the idea was imagine you could artificially create messenger RNA. So you didn't have to go through transcription and you sent it into the cell. And then the cell used that mRNA sequence, which was the mRNA sequence for making the protein insulin, and you hijacked the ribosome machinery to make insulin. OK, so the is a quite a clever idea now. Um, The woman, Hungarian woman, I forget her name. She's at, I think, at Pfizer now, Biotechnica. She took her a lot of time. People thought she was crazy and this was impossible, but she figured out a way to deliver the mRNA into the cell. And a number of people were involved, but she was one of the leading uh, researchers in this. And more than likely, people say she may win the Nobel Prize. But um, she figured out how to get the mRNA in. So the mRNA could be used to generate a protein. So, what this means is called some ways gene therapy, which means um, if you don't have a particular gene, you could introduce it. In some ways, it's interesting. Okay. So, let's now talk about the mRNA vaccine. So, now imagine that. Um, so, why was the mRNA vaccine created? Because one model of creating the traditional vaccine was you introduce to your body the dead form of that virus, and then your body creates the antibody. Okay. Now, the theory is that could take, you know, 10 years to, six to 10 years to create. You have to culture the, the materials. You have to attenuate the virus and you have to go through a, a very long, arduous process. So the idea here was, wow. So that takes us a long time to produce the attenuated vaccine. Could we create, a faster way of doing it and the idea was imagine if we knew what the protein was on the spike protein and if we reverse engineered it to get the messenger RNA and imagine we had your body listen very carefully make make the spike protein so making of that spike protein would excite your body to make the antibody You following that John okay so let's talk about how this works okay So, in this case, what we're talking about is something a little bit different. So, again, we'll go back to the nucleus here. So, here's the nucleus. Okay. Remember, you have your DNA here, right, which has got its, you know, DNA helix. And in one model, this would make mRNA, okay? But that's not what we're talking about this time, right? This would go through transcription. We're talking about here today's, imagine over here, you... You don't have the virus yet, okay? You haven't been exposed to the coronavirus. So what you do is you deliver through some technology where you encapsulate in a delivery system, like a fatty substance or liposome. And in this, you put in it, imagine mRNA. Okay, what I shared with you earlier. Okay, remember what I shared with you earlier over here was the body's creating mRNA, for let's say a particular protein. This time you're actually, when you get vaccinated, quote unquote, which I'm not gonna be vaccinated, my decision, but um, uh, when the vaccine comes into you, this vaccine has all these particles, okay? Lots of particles, lots and lots of particles. Well, these particles inside, if you were to look at it, has mRNA, it literally is mRNA, messenger RNA. This messenger RNA right here has the code to make the spike protein. Okay? So that messenger RNA, just going back here, has a code to make the protein, this spike protein, right? These spikes on these viruses. All right? So it is a messenger RNA that has the code to make the protein on the spikes or the spikes on the virus. So what happens is this comes in okay into your cell okay and the liposome goes away and now you have the messenger RNA right so the cell sort of the liposome goes away and this mRNA comes in so now you have this mRNA so this is the mRNA that has come in so you're delivering messenger RNA right into here what happens well remember you have a ribosome here, right? That's the ribosome. This messenger RNA comes in. So the sequence comes in, right? This is your messenger RNA sequence and it comes into the ribosome. It goes in, okay? And what happens? You are now doing translation, translation, right? And what translation does is it reads off the messenger RNA and it starts making... The protein, okay? What protein is it making? It's making the spike protein. It's making spikes, a bunch of spike proteins, okay? So this is manufacturing the spike protein. Let me repeat that again. So the messenger RNA is going through. This is your ribosome. So messenger RNA has been delivered. You've used your own cellular machinery here, right here, to make spike proteins. So these are the spike proteins. And just to remind you, what did we talk about? In the normal case, your body does transcription, your body makes mRNA, and you can make protein. So what they've done is they've hijacked your ribosome machinery, or used it, to send in messenger RNA, which codes for that particular spike protein. So now you have your body making spike protein. You don't have the virus, right, John? Right. But your body's making the spike protein. Well, what what happens? So these spike proteins are going out and what happens here your cd4 plus t cells say wow we have we must have the virus i see that spike protein they unleash the cd8 plus t cells which recognize this okay and the hope is you know these cd4 these cd8 cells try to knock this they may knock this particular cell out, right? That's what's interesting, because they may think this got innervated, so you have some reaction. You're going to have some reaction, but they create this B cell, right? They call upon this B cell, which starts creating, what does it create? Antibodies. So now you have your B cells being used to create antibodies. Even though you weren't infected, per se, from the spike protein, your body is creating spike proteins which are causing the B cells to do this. So if you do get infected, so here's a real virus that comes over here. Let me move this over here. So you get a real virus. So this is a real virus. These antibodies will go knock it out. This is a concept, okay? This is a virus, okay? So what you've done is you've delivered through this quote unquote vaccine, mRNA mRNA goes into your cell. mRNA uses your ribosome machinery through translation to create the spike proteins, and then the spike proteins are actually uh, used to uh, inspire or incite your adaptive immune system to start creating antibodies which fight the virus. So why is this interesting? Okay, well in the old model, you had to create a vaccine with the dead and virus. You had to put all this stuff in. By the way, they're putting stuff into this too. Okay, well, that's another discussion. But you didn't have to culture it here. You're putting the mRNA in. The issue is for them, it's a much um, lower cost, and they can um, create uh, this vaccine faster. Okay, so that's why this mRNA vaccine is created. Now, what are the problems that I have with this? Let's talk about the problems. Okay, remember, what is going on here is one singular goal—to just create the antibody, to just create the antibody, okay? To just create the antibody. Now, there have been reports, a number of reports, and this, and by the way, uh, because vaccines are not a pharmaceutical drug, they're in a different category, they don't have to go through all the regulatory framework, you know, like in the pharmaceutical industry, first they have to do test tube testing, then they have to do testing on animals, which, You know, the technology I built aims to eliminate that. Then they go test on humans, six to nine years, small groups of humans. It's called phase one, phase two, phase three. Well, the vaccine, they don't need to go through all that testing. Pharma companies save a lot of money. Pharma companies are losing a lot of money from pharmaceuticals vaccines. They don't need to go through that arduous testing. And moreover, you can't sue vaccine companies. Thank you to the Kennedys. Okay. And so that's what you have. So you have this process for pharma companies. It's like printing money because they don't have to, first of all, test like a pharma drug. It's for them. They don't have to do all this culturing. They have engineered the mRNA to match the spike protein. And then you're using your cellular machine. So what is the problems I have with this? The problems I have with this are the following. Number one, if I were to sneeze on you with, I had coronavirus and I sneeze on you, what happens? Well, just like the orchestra conductor, we're not just playing the oboe, right? Which is just, getting the immune, uh, getting the antibody response. Many things get turned on in your body. Your macrophages, neutrophils in your innate immune system, your interferon system gets turned on, interferon alpha, beta, lambda, and gamma, all these systems get turned on. And then your adaptive system antibodies get created, but it's not just antibodies. You have interferons, your regulatory uh, molecules, and then you have likely your own gut microbiome and bi- virome are changing. and and the gut-brain axis is communicating to your brain, so you have a whole orchestra being turned on. Does that make sense, John? Mm -hmm. It's not just any one thing. It's a whole orchestra of events. But all we're doing now with the mRNA vaccine is just give me that antibody. Now, so the difference between someone who takes a vaccine for this coronavirus versus someone who gets it naturally, I would argue there's a significant systemic difference, meaning this person may just have the antibody, but maybe they're supposed to have interferons and a whole host of other things. This person who got the natural immunity probably has other things which can modulate the immune response. This person may be losing that modulation. Okay. so let's say part of the antibodies are supposed to actually get some shock absorbers. So if you see the virus, again, you don't overreact. Now, these are issues that need to be tested. They haven't, frankly, been done, but more importantly, Starting in 2003, the goal of biology became a systems approach. And here it's not a systems biology. It's like a magic bullet approach. We're not trying to understand the orchestra of reactions that take place because that's what nature has done. When you actually get a virus and you go through many subsystems, get turned on and your body builds resilience. As I've talked about earlier, the interferon system is waiting for your body to get a virus so it can innervate with other things, other subsystems. And this is why the MDs, um, the Fauci's, uh, unfortunately, do not understand the body as a system. But that's what we're trying to do to, to teach you here at B.A. Shiva. We wanna train you not only the immune system as system, but we need to move beyond a reductionist approach. In this world, we need to move to what's called systems immunology. We need to see the complexity of the immune system and what that leads to is the goal is to build resilience. The goal is to build immunity. Now, everyone here is a unique being. How you build resilience may be different than the way I do it. All right. And that's why each each person's individual system uh, needs to be attuned to that. And that's why one size does not fit all, because everyone's gone through different journeys and we have to figure out what's right for the right person at the right time, the right medicine. So, John, maybe from there you can see if there's any questions, because I'm... Um, uh, so let's look at if there's any questions. Okay. Yeah. So someone said, is this actually a vaccine? Well, you know, it's an interesting thing. Um, if you go, uh, read some definitions, they say anything that upregulates an antibody response. Okay. Something that's injected into. So this is registering, uh, generating some antibody response, but it's not your, um, your vaccine which is where they actually took a deadened form of the pathogen, mixed it with other things and sent it in. This is something different. So they may have to expand the definition, but it's not in the traditional sense of vaccine. It is upregulating antibodies uh, in this case. And remember, you have to get two shots of these vaccines. I think Pfizer's is every once four weeks and the Moderna vaccine is once every two weeks. Okay, what's the other question we got? Yes, John. People are asking, uh, is this gene therapy? Can it change your DNA? Yeah. So the question is, is this gene therapy? Can it change your DNA? Look, if you go back to this diagram and go back to this, the interesting thing in this diagram that I want to point out is where are we seeing mRNA? Okay. We're seeing mRNA here. Okay. The issue is, is all of this getting into the cell? Because where do you typically find messenger RNA? Where do you find it? This is a cytoplasm, right? Messenger RNA, if you remember back as I went here, it's created from the nucleus out and it stays in the cytoplasm. Now there is mRNA outside, but by and large, we don't know what the effects of this messenger RNA will be to other parts out here, you see? Because not all of it's gonna get in, right? That would be a perfect engineering system. So one question is how much of this is actually getting in? And what ramifications will this have outside of the cell? Was that the question, John, someone had? Basically, they're asking like, does it change yeah. the actual so, DNA so in the nucleus? Look, what I can tell you is the mRNA gets in, okay? Messenger RNA is used here to, create, you know, be used uh, by the ribosomes. What we don't know is does this form of mRNA, which is foreign in many ways, remember this mRNA, it was never existed in the cell, right? Can this mRNA initiate other biochemical reactions that we don't know of, okay? So the issue of whether it gets integrated back into the DNA, there's some very, very interesting research showing how ribonucleic acid, you know, you can have nuclear reactions. Does this one do that? I'm not sure we need to do testing, okay? This is why there's a lot of uncertain questions here. You're playing with nature at a deep level. And I want to be very conservative in what I talk about, because the vax, anti-vax community has been so polarized, and there's people like Robert Kennedy Jr. and his minions on the anti-vax side who basically talk about anti-vax all day, and then they get money from Hillary Clinton, right? Or they, they endorse Hillary Clinton, and they say they want safe vaccines, they vaccinate people, and they bamboozle a lot of people. So I don't want to get involved in this anti-vax camp, nor am I in the vax camp. What I'm in is a systems camp where we look at this problem, we understand what the real issue is. What you're learning today, the real issue is, A, the stuff is not tested. B, it's a reductionist approach because you're only saying, I only want to turn on antibodies. When nature you know, upregulates many other things to modulate things, now hopefully you have some tools to explain this to your neighbors. By the way, uh, John and I are working on a card, a little business card, which you can give to your friends. It'll say beyond vax, anti-vax the need for personalized medicine. And in a little card, we're going to be explaining all this because um, what I want to move on to is making sure all of you know that, uh, John, maybe you can shoot from there, from, or, or, if that's okay, you're fine, John. At VA Shiva, the goal here is on any issue, election integrity, immune system, digital rights. We want to focus on how you go beyond left and right, beyond vax, anti-vax, beyond you know, pro-GMO, anti-GMO. We want to use science, Fortunately, we have this tool Cytosolve, going down to the systems level. So um, in closing, what I'll let you, let you know is please email me. Someone wanted me to talk about this, which I did. It came from you guys to V.A. Shiva at V.A. Shiva com. Victory Alpha Shiva, um, Victory Alpha Shiva com. So you guys can learn and you can be part of this. One way you can be part of this is to start getting educated on a systems approach, not only to understanding the body but to also understanding oops let me go back to oops I gotta go back to this sorry about that I gotta uh, share my screen so I can see you guys here okay so I I really need you guys for your own sake to start taking the systems approach so go to vahshiva.com slash join and we we're starting to organize truth freedom and health warriors all over the world uh, we my goal is to have 50,000 people signed up globally. And the goal is one of a V.A. truth, freedom, and health warrior will understand the foundations of systems thinking, which is about two to three years worth of MIT control systems knowledge put together So in one hour. You can understand it. The second thing is using that knowledge. You'll understand the foundations of all systems, immune systems, your computer system, your political systems. And then you can use that knowledge on the political side to under- understand the interconnection between truth, freedom and health, truth, freedom and health, truth, freedom and health, truth, freedom, and health is a system. Without freedom, we can't practice science to get to truth. Without truth, we can't understand the real problems or real solutions like we did here to understand what the real issues on health are. And with good, strong health, we can be resilient to fight for freedom. So that connection will also understand why we must build a bottoms up movement. And I don't mean this in words. I mean that I want all of you to become strong leaders in your local communities. Bottoms up. Forget the politicians. They're all cheaters. Forget the current election model. It's all selections. It's not elections. We need you guys to go into your local communities and build up, educate. And then we need to attack, expose, defy, not just the establishment, but the not so obvious establishment. So those three principles you learn uh, in the class. And I want to share with you uh, before I finish up with the video, what we've done here, what we've done here is if I share with you, let me go over here. Uh, if you, everyone, please go to bhshiva.com if you want to follow along, but I'll share with you what we have here. If you go to VHshiva.com slash join, okay? Actually, let me go there right now for you guys. And I'm going to go here. So I'm going to share the screen here. Bear with me. Let me stop the screen share here. Uh, you should still hear my voice. Oops. We go here. I'm going to share the uh, share screen here. And we're going to go right here. Okay, so go to vashiva.com again. A lot of people, a lot of volunteers, people are uh, donating to support the development of this platform. What is this platform? Okay, well, first of all, this platform—I've already logged in. This platform is a engine for truth, freedom, and help. So if you go to vashiva.com and you click on this button, vashiva.com/slash/join, which I've been putting on the banner, it says, "Welcome to Vashiva, the revolutionary platform being developed by Dr. Shiva." the man who invented email. So this platform provides educational curricula. Plus I'm going to be providing you communication tools so we can build a community independent of big tech to be a force to deliver real solutions affect truth, freedom and health. So we're building this platform. People are donating us hardware. People are donating us money. People are, um, we have uh, legal people helping us. We have electricians. Uh, We have our data center here in Cambridge. Okay. Uh, But when you donate, I want you to become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. And the truth, freedom, and health warrior program, um, and there's various levels of education. So please, you can join for free, by the way. You don't, you're not ready for that. Please sign up just as a member, okay? No cost. You don't have to make any contributions. But when you sign up as a warrior, uh, in this case, you, first of all, I train you in, as I say, MIT level systems training in a couple of hours. Then you understand how you can use this knowledge uh, and by the way, there's a whole curriculum online. You can study it. You can take an exam on it. And then we have a tool where you can use these systems principles on your own body. It's called your body, your system. So I want you to understand these systems principles, not only go to political systems, you can answer a set of quiz to understand what kind of system you are denoted by that red dot. You can find out when your system's off course, then you can find out what are the foods, what are the right supplements? What are the right yoga exercises that bring you back into homeostasis? And then, obviously, system and revolution. I think it's it's. Uh, I think we have close to 30, 000, 40, 000, uh pieces of that that are out there in ebook format, physical format. It's really the textbook. It's really the classic text that'll explain to you the foundations of systems and revolution. And there's enough. You get three other books, and then I give you this science article that I wrote, which was published in a uh, engineering journal, which will teach you the foundations of uh, of the systems. And then I give you a bunch of other tools. So but that's the education piece. But when you log in everyone, I'm going to log in here using John's account here. When you log in. To the tool, um, am I here still? OK, so when you log in everyone here, when you log in, as I'm showing here, you log in, every, everyone gets a their own user ID and I'm using, I always forget this, let's see. All right, so when you log in, we have, um, I'm logging in as a leader, right, John? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you get access to a dashboard. Again, this is in our data center. We don't owe anything to Google or Facebook, any of these guys. So one of the important things we have is we talk about the immune system. We have videos that we don't want to get taken down from, YouTube, etc. Uh, but these are videos which will teach you other aspects of boosting the immune system. So, for example, here you see um, articles on Neem. OK, you see articles on this and not articles, but they are videos that we ran through Cytosolve our technology. So you can actually understand the science, just like I did here in a very detailed way. So you can educate your own doctors about why these particular things you know, improve the immune system. So that's one thing. The other thing you can, so there's a lot of educational content. So it's a platform for education. The second thing is we want to break our chains from big tech, right? So it's also a platform for breaking, we have a whole communications area. There's a forum here, independent of WhatsApp, independent of, you know, Telegram. I mean, all the, this is our platform for our community where people are now starting to join. People are having a lot of discussions and this also works off your iPhone, Where you can see, for example, people are having discussions on vitamin D and nutrition, uh, masks and and, you know, 5G, etc. But we're doing it in a format that you're not going to get thrown off for having these discussions. Okay. The other thing is we've also built for everyone here uh, a community. Okay. We've also built a very powerful community here. And this community. Allows you to also have the equivalent of Facebook. Okay. So all of you truth, freedom and health warriors, you uh, can start building community with other people. So this is John's, for example, um, you know, page and he's obviously building it. But we just launched it a few days ago. So there's different groups here. There's, you know, warrior members signing up. Right. But these are people who are signing up who are part of the truth, freedom and health warrior program. They're signing up. They can interconnect with other people. Um, this is a small subset of the people. This was just launched recently, but you can see people are signing up to become. And here's, for example, uh, Michelle's uh, page here where she's got different posts that she's done, et cetera. Okay. And then when you go back to the dashboard, we also have uh, tools that are coming, but we also have where you can access to your body, your system tool. Again, this is for everyone. This is a tool that you can actually use to understand how your body is a system and it'll actually print out menus for you, okay? Um, and you have access to all the courses, and you have ac- uh, access to all the books, okay? These are only accessible uh, to uh, the members and the supporters and the warriors based on what level you've signed up for. So please take advantage of this and I hope uh, it develops your understanding of that, that not only is a body a system, but everything, everything in and around you is a system. That's what we're talking about. And that's the goal here, to teach people that we have to take a systems approach. I was on um, a uh, a show today with uh, Steve Bannon, and I was telling him, look, we need to build a political physics. There is a science to changing the world. There's a science to the immune system. There's a science to building a bridge. There's a science to doing anything. And we need to have the same scientific principles. So. What I've built is those scientific principles. At the core, you can understand everything, but more importantly, you can understand political physics. We can't afford to follow the left, right, Republican, Democrat, pro-Trump, anti-Trump, whatever it is. It's not gonna get us anywhere except a divided world. The goal is to unite people on engineering scientific principles. So having said that, let me wrap up as I always do. To those of you who are new, please go to vhshiva.com slash join, vhshiva.com slash warrior. And those of you who are already warriors, every Thursdays, we do our summit. We're building a great community. And tomorrow, I think we're going to have a woman who is a truth, is a truth freedom, and health warrior. Uh, oh, one thing I forgot to tell you guys is um, that when you go, to, let me stop here. When you go to the site, we we're also we have a lot of tools there for activism on the ground. So, for example, let me go here. So, one of the important tools that we have here. Um, on the ground for activism is, let me go back here, is that if you go back to the dashboard, we are putting out cards uh, very shortly. Tonight, you'll see about four more cards, right? John, I'm going to finish those up. Okay. Um, we'll have, sorry. Yeah. We'll so, talk about that. yeah. So we have these cards here that you can print. Okay. This is, for example, card on masks. Okay. I can show it to you in, in the video here, but you, you're you welcome to print these cards at and, and this is, you know, just join in. And this is the front of the card. It's called building awareness of the risks of mass to you and your child. And the back of this card um, gives you the scientific principles and the public policy implications. So you can actually share this with your friends and family. okay? and or an employee at a Starbucks or uh, a parent. It really tells them what are the fundamental issues from a scientific perspective. This is not about left or right. This is about when you wear masks, you're going to change the oral health, which affects your entire body's system. So uh, please take advantage of this because uh, you're going to really help yourself and a lot of uh, those around you. Okay. so let me wrap up here. And uh, let me finish by thanking everyone. I hope this is valuable. And for all of you out there, if you want me to do any particular videos, please, uh, please, please, please let me know, because I look for ideas from you. We want to meet your needs. Um, But as I end here, we're going to play our video. Share this video with others because it really goes at the heart of the issue why we need to take a systems approach. And it's the only way to win. It's the only way because the left right stuff is never going to work. The Republican Democrat stuff is not going to work. And more importantly, as we've shown, is they control the voting machines. Okay, so we have elections. I mean, we have selections. We don't have elections. Let me um, finish up with sharing you as I always do. Let me bring up our video file here. I think John's got it over here, right, John? Bring it up here. There we go. And did I come up? Oh, there we go. Okay. Over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study that they'll get certified that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to v a shiva victory america shiva va shiva.com. All right. I think I think uh, I think that's it. Let me uh Stop this and let me go back here, um, and let every. I, I'm just going to end on this. Everyone, have a good weekend, and I hope uh, you have. Uh, we'll see you again Saturday, Sunday. Again, if you want me to uh, do any other videos on any of these topics, please let me know. Be the light and let's win this fight. Get educated or be enslaved. That's the bottom line. Get educated or be enslaved. Go to beishiva.com/slash/join. Please become a warrior. Do it for yourselves. We cannot afford not to be educated anymore and be bumbling around uh, following the left and the right. Be well. Thank you. Have a good night.